What's up, guys? Welcome back to FNA Van Life. I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And today we have a special guest on. We have Linnea and Akila. They are the solo female traveler and dog duo behind their self named YouTube and Instagram channels. Yeah, she is absolutely awesome. And the fact that she built out this rig by herself is truly incredible. Um, I love the angle that she's taken with her YouTube channel as well. Just being that female solo van lifer is always a wonderful thing. It really helps inspire other people out there that didn't think that they could do it alone. Get out there and do it themselves. She's also got a really big mission around doing it all herself, so it took her a long, way longer than she thought time to build out her van because she was really adamant that she didn't want to accept help from anybody. Yeah, like Be- even her dad like or anybody. She yeah. was like, nope, I'm doing it myself. I don't she care. She wanted to prove to other women that it was possible to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And so while we're doing our van build right now, I'm super grateful to have Frankie because, you know, he's carrying the bulk of the burden when it comes to the building stuff. Yeah, and I mean, realistically, I'm grateful to have Alex. She's ordering and taking care of all the other things, like the analytics of it. I don't really have to think about as much uh, because Alex is there for me. And like just being a solo person doing anything like that, it has to be hard. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, anybody that's willing to help us, we are willing to take the help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have a that need to do it ourselves, chip on the shoulder. Uh, right now, we're accepting help from two awesome couples. Yes. Um, Adaptive Humanity has allowed us to come and move into their home. If you listened to last week's podcast, they were our guests, and we're building outside on their driveway. Yes, and it's been wonderful. They have all the tools that we absolutely need. That was the biggest one for us is we didn't really have the tools that we needed to build out the van. We were literally going to do this build with a multi-tool and a saw. Yeah. it was, and that's it. It was going to be really rough. And by a saw, I mean a jigsaw. And that's totally possible, but definitely having the right tool for the right job allows you to get that clean cut, get those nice edges. Mm -hmm. So everything's just going to look a lot more professional because you're working with professional tools. Correct. You're only as good as your tools are. Right. That's what they say about mechanics, at least. (laughs) The other couple that we're hanging out with right now are the New State Nomads. I think they'll be our guests next week. Yes, definitely. Yeah. They're also wonderful people. They've been traveling for uh, Three three years now. Yeah, I was going to say over one year for sure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, three years now in their RV. um, They are working with Winnebago. They're just awesome people. Absolutely love them. They travel all over the place. They started out in Mexico for a while, I Mm want to say. And uh, they have three lovely dogs. Yeah, and so when we're getting ready to go into Mexico, we're definitely going to be tapping on their shoulder for all of the what to do and what not to do and things like that. Um, And that's the amazing thing about this space and this platform is being able to have uh, relationships with other nomads that are really just there to gear information towards you like and, and we give them information too like if we've been in an area that they haven't they want to know something about it we let them know all the points and places that we've been and they do the same for us i think one of the most interesting things when i started looking into especially traveling through like mexico and central america um was something that we really wanted to do but you know 
how could we do it? And is that even possible? And is it safe? And we had all these questions. And so it was really helpful for us to look to other nomads who'd already walked the path before. And what I started realizing is that, you know, I mean, as silly as it sounds, like we're not the first people to ever live in a van. We're not the Mm -hmm. first people to drive, you know, from Alaska to Argentina. There have been hundreds, if not thousands of people who've done it before, who've written books, blogs, videos. Like there is such a wealth of knowledge out there that basically any adventure you want to do, you can find a case study for somebody who's already done it before you to learn all the lessons. Obviously, it's going to be your own experience and you're going to put your own flavor and, Mm. you know, your own interest into it. But just knowing that like somebody's done it before you, someone has already walked this path is really reassuring. I think they call that inspiration. (laughs) For sure. So let's give them a little bit of a build update because usually we do an update from the road, but we are in full build mode. So if you guys are unaware, unaware, we have a YouTube channel, uh, FNA Van Life. You can find the actual videos of the van build over there. Uh, so yeah, just search FNA Van Life and you'll find us. We'll pop right up. But yeah, with that being said, the update on the build is we actually just started feeling like it's a home. Like the yeah. walls are starting to close up in the sense of like we're putting the walls up and that really gives it this feeling of like, wow, I could see it. This is going to be our home soon. Yes. Up until now, it's all been framing and insulation and wiring. And so actually getting a finished wall up is a really reassuring sign that like we're over a really big hump of the van build, which is like the planning and the prep and making sure that everything's in the right spot and all that. So now we actually have a beautiful whitewashed cypress wood tongue and groove wall. It looks fucking beautiful. (laughs) Like, honestly, it looks beautiful. Yeah. So we're really excited to kind of be cresting this, you know, it's not necessarily the home stretch, but, you know, I feel like it's a really good milepost to show that like we're on our way to the end of our build. Yeah. FNA is about to get to the end of the build. (laughs) Well, I think we got like another month left or so. Um, even if that drags a little bit deeper, that's okay. But, uh, because we want to be here also to help out, uh, the people that have been helping us too. So we're definitely going to be helping out, um, adaptive humanity in their build because I think that's just the right thing to do. No? For sure. hundred yeah. percent. So we are, you know, getting itchy feet and ready to hit the road. Um, and so, uh, Linnea has actually, you know, the majority of her van build channel has been about building her van. Correct. So this, you know, when we're meeting up with her for this podcast, she's really only actually been living van life for maybe about a month or so. And so it was really interesting to hear her experience from, you know, Frankie well, and I have already lived van life and, it, and now we're building and it's kind, so it's kind of, of like backward. And it's kind of funny because we're watching her in her first month and stuff and all like the little things or the people driving up and like the scary feeling that you get like in these first month or two, like thinking that maybe everybody's out there to do something wrong. You know, like, I feel like she's always grabbing, like, her axe or something. That happened one time. But I'm just saying, like, in a joking kind of way, but in a fun kind of way, she's doing it. It's not in a bad way. But it's more so, like, especially being a solo female, you would think that there would be a, um, 
you know, a stigma about it to be more scared or whatever, you know, sure. well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to be. But with that being said, you know, watching these little things, it reminds me of when we first got on the road and we were like unsure of the place we were parking to sleep at night. And we were unsure of like these little, like any little noise that happened. We were like, what was that? What was this? Mm-hmm. You know, but she seems to really be coming into our own and absolutely loving van life. She was like, yeah. I wouldn't trade this for the world right now. It's so cool. The freedom yeah. that I'm getting. And she's also like, uh, from a, uh, uh, a background of camping and stuff like that. So, you know, we'll let her get into her story more and yeah, let's, let's go right over to it. We're, we're going to ask her the main question. Why van life? All right, guys, a quick break from today's sponsors. And it is us, F&A. <laughs> we have written an all-encompassing guide for anybody who is looking to turn their van life daydream into their dream life. Yeah, if you want to live in a van down by the river, this is exactly how to do it. This book will take you from everything from finding your rig, budgeting before you get on the road, building the van out, to, you know, living on the road, where to shower, where to eat, where to poop, all that kind of stuff. And it's a really good, all-encompassing guide that will take you from your dream to a reality. It is called Van Life from Daydream to Dream Life. (laughs) And it's available for sale on Amazon. So pick up your copy. We'll have a link down in the description. But now let's get back to this awesome conversation. The question that we ask everybody that we have on the podcast first Mm -hmm. is why van life? (laughs) Oh my gosh. What a question. I wonder how long other people's answers. (laughs) Um, Okay. So this, this question, actually, this has, there's a lot of different facets for me in in this realm. Um, I think that a huge part of this is to be more intentional um, and kind of reground myself in a really big way. So growing up, um, my family and we, we were outside all the time. We were camping, we were, you know, adventuring. And when I hit like high school and college, I got super into sports. That's all I did. And I was really dedicated, very goal driven and completely lost that kind of side of myself. And it just wasn't a priority. You know, I'd grown up doing all this stuff outside and kind of took it for granted. And um, when I got into college, then there was some some rough times in college. And I decided graduate early, stop playing the sport I was I was playing. I I played basketball Um, and I went to the desert where I worked in wilderness therapy for a few years. And that's kind of where I felt like, okay, now I'm kind of getting back to what I love and being outside all the time and traveling like our, our off shifts for six days. It was amazing, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I did that for a long time. And a lot of the community that does wilderness therapy, they're all adventurers. They're all travelers. They love being outside. So many of them lived in vans. And I was like, that is what I want. That's what I want my life to be. So yeah, that's a lot of it has to do with like regrounding myself, being able to like have the the freedom that I want, you know, Mm -hmm. and just the, also the more like cliche, like this is only one life, you know, like I I don't want to work my life away and I don't want to sit in an office all day. And that's just, I know that that's other people's, that's their thing, but it's not my thing. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to force myself. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a big reason why Alex and I took the leap is we just didn't want to be stuck in that nine to five, like everybody else. Yeah. And we already were doing it for almost a decade for each of us. And we were just really? like, yeah, we got yeah, to make a change, you know? And mm-hmm. that, the change for us was that. Not that building a van is easy. No. Cause that's definitely super hard work. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. you built basically the majority of your van totally by yourself. Yeah. The whole, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. let anybody touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that so? I is that because you like things a specific way, or is that because you just wanted to do it yourself as a goal? I was. It was. <laughs> I say it's more of a goal. I think maybe other people in my life would say no. It's because you like things your way, but um, <laughs> I think it was really just a goal, and it was pretty frustrating actually when I was like, okay, this is the thing that I'm doing, and I'm you know doing all the research, and it's almost all men. Like you look on videos and it's all men. And, and that was really frustrating to me. And I was like, screw this. Like, I want people to see that a a female can do all by, all by herself. If if they want to, if they don't have a partner or if they want to do it by themselves, whatever it may be. So that was a big driving factor, you know, behind it as well. Heck yeah. You killed it too. Thanks. Yeah, we'll see. You know, who knows yeah. who's gonna fall apart in a, in a little. I while. mean, that's living in a that's living in a van, no matter what you're living in. You could live in yeah. like a you know Winnebago Revel. That thing falls apart mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? Very so, true. Yeah. Anything that you, I mean, uh, somebody said it the best that every time you drive, it's like an earthquake happening inside your van, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So so you know things are gonna wind up un like loosening, falling apart. It is what it is. You just you yeah. fix it. That's it. Totally. And yeah. you know I've heard about so many people with like RVs or campers that things fall apart all the time because they're so poorly built. So the cool thing yes. is that we can like double check everything. We can you know build for the the worst case scenarios because we're putting our you know our own work into it, our own understanding. We know what's in the foundation essentially of our home. I yeah. think it's pretty cool. Yeah. So what was your like timeline? How long did it take you to like find your van, build your van, and now you're being on the road for a while? Yeah. So the timeline is very different than what I intended it to be. So mm. I bought my van in um May. I think I I bought my van in May. And then I wanted, I was like, oh, I can do this in like four to five months. And it did not take me four to five months. So I bought my van in May and I slowly started working on it. And I I had been renting a house um, in Utah and moved out of that, but then drove home for the holidays and worked on it throughout the holidays. So officially, I mean, officially moved in, I would say January. Um, I didn't, you know, I was living on the road slash out of a normal house by... August but yeah officially moved in January and um I think though if it wasn't for doing videos as you guys know that just takes a lot of time yes if it wasn't for doing YouTube videos I think maybe like five months could have been doable maybe yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> even so, just the, the talking to the camera and like just the, the filming delays, part of it delays and like having to get the shot but then also oh, the yeah. editing and the putting it up mm. and the promoting it and then if you have a certain yeah. schedule that you're going to be doing it on you know I that know. dictates it even more you know for sure i know <laughs> i yeah it's it's just there are some days you know where you, you just get frustrated like i'm just gonna not have the camera out today and i'm just gonna like freaking yes. work and you're, you For know, sure. the end of the day and you're like, oh my gosh, I got so much done. This is insane. 
yeah. Yeah. Um, how have you, so speaking of that, you know, just to let everybody know here on the podcast that you have a YouTube channel and what's the name mm-hmm. of the YouTube channel? Linnea and Aquila. Perfect. And then, mm-hmm. um, do you find that as like a sense of like a creative outlook or is it something like, like, does it seem like it is almost like a companion to you while you're on the road as a solo female? Like, does it help, you know, with maybe loneliness a little bit and whatnot? Just like, you know, a general question that I feel like a lot of people kind of have about living on the road by yourself. Totally. Like as far as the, the channel, I guess talking to the camera, like talking to like the you camera, have a friend there. like you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah, that is so funny. I think maybe a little bit. Um, I actually, I can honestly say that I never feel lonely, and I think that. I, I mean, I, I mean, of course, I have my dog, you know, and I, mm. I really like being alone, and I don't think that's the case for everybody. You know, we're mm. all so different in that way, and how we like to be social and how we recharge, but. Yeah, it is fun. It's definitely a creative outlet, I would say. And I di- it's one that I didn't expect. I had never been drawn to YouTube as a creative outlet or never made videos before. But after, after and during the build, I was like, this is actually kind of fun. Like, I get it now. Like, I get why people are doing this. So, And it yeah, sounds like sure. maybe the driver of your channel was to, like, show that a woman builder could build a van. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As well as yeah, live the lifestyle, right? Yes. Yeah. So is there anything that as like a solo female that you did differently with your build or that, you know, in terms of security or something like that, Mm -hmm. or like, you know, how has it been on the road, just you and your dog? Yeah, I think that that's a great question. I'm curious, thinking about the build and if there's anything I did differently with the build, um, I don't know if there's anything I did differently to make it more secure. I guess privacy is a big thing for me. And a lot of people have those like giant windows, which of course you can cover them up, but um, I don't want people to easily see that I'm alone. So I, you know, just stuck with the two very small windows in the back. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the external locks, that was a big thing for me, which is a very controversial thing on YouTube is what types of security you have. I don't know if you guys have run into that much, but oh my oh, yeah. gosh. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then what was the other question? There's another question. In like there. now that you're on the road, like in your last YouTube video, I saw you bring out the axe. I was like, how many times that axes came out? Or like, do you practice throwing it to like, make sure you actually hit a target? Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. You know, I have a lot of weapons in here. I, I have a lot of things laying around like that axe mm-hmm. or like, you know, big knives and stuff like that. But yeah. I think like the, the biggest thing really is like experiences. I'm sure you guys know too, like understanding where I should be and where I shouldn't be and listening to my gut. You just kind of like get it after a while. And I've been traveling solo long before I had the the van. Um, So I think just with experience, you just kind of know where you can be safe and where you can't be safe. Um, It's definitely been something that people especially on YouTube, because of course on YouTube, people don't see you as day to day as they do on on other platforms, you know? So Mm -hmm. people get pretty worried about me being alone or in remote places. And that's just where I feel comfortable is away from people. (laughs) Yeah. How often have you really felt like scared in this last, 
you know, nine months to six months that you've been on the road, you know, how, how often have you felt like you needed to take out that ax or, or you just felt like something was wrong? Honestly, the only time was in Oklahoma in that video, those like three days that I was there, I felt really off and I wanted to be there all week. And it was just like, man, this is, this place feels weird. So mm-hmm. I left and that was really the only place that I you yeah. know, yeah. was the, worried. The amazing thing about having the van is you could just leave. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know what I'm <laughs> just turn yeah. on that and get going. Yeah, for sure. I think we're so good at using our imaginations, you know, to freak us out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but there's totally something sure to be said fine, for. Yeah. Oh, sorry. There's something to be said for like listening to your intuition and that mm-hmm. gut feeling. You know, mm-hmm. like, even mm-hmm. though nothing's really wrong, but like if you don't feel right about a spot, you just start the car and drive away. For sure, which is so nice. <laughs> Our dog, he's yeah. like very riled up right now. He has a friend here, and they just like, play all day. So. Oh, that's so nice though. Just kick him out. Yeah, we kicked him out. <laughs> Get going. Yeah. You'll start hearing scratches on the door in like five minutes. Like, hey. If you saw us like looking down and stuff, it's because we were just looking at Paco like, yo, Please. stop, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's every time we get on like a live chat or a podcast or something like that, he starts wanting your attention. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh-huh. hey, that's how my girls do. I I get it. Yeah, I got a I got a question for you. Uh, you said you you played basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, do you miss that being on the road? Like that's something that I feel like I I know mm-hmm. I miss it. You know, I like actually just bought a, bought a basketball the other day because I was like, ah, you know, I want to I want to be able to play basketball more often, you know. So is that something that you miss while you're out there? Yeah, for sure. I do. Um, I definitely miss doing things like athletic things with other people. I was really into CrossFit, too, after basketball. And of course, that's like a really community based sport. Um mm-hmm. And the way that I think about it kind of for me to help me like deal with that is I know that I can do that for the rest of my life. And of course I can do van life for the rest of my life as well, but I can always go places and like get into pickup games and go to visit across the gym and I can work it in. I have some weights here too, so that I can be active. But as far as like actually playing basketball, yeah, I miss it a ton, like so much. Yeah. And it's also yeah. just really hard to, to be a female and find pickup games that are actually yeah. competitive places. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wasn't able to do that much prior anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, you can always mix in. Um, if you find a good group of people playing basketball, just mix yourself in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's all I mean, they should, do. they should let you. <laughs> yeah. He's already scratching at the door. Yeah. <laughs> just leave it open and maybe he'll like, you know. Just trying to be involved. Yeah, sit down, buddy. He wants to play. <laughs> you want to come? Come on. Um, so speaking of dogs, has there been anything special that you've had to do for Akila, Or like how, you know, I don't know, is it any different having a dog on the road than in the house? Is there anything that you have to think about more? Hmm. Um, I wish Akila could answer this question. Um, mm-hmm. Man, we've traveled so much that I'm not, I'm not really... I'm not really sure how to answer this one. I think, okay, for Akila, she's very busy. She's a herding dog. She, like, really needs purpose. And so one of the things that we did, you know, living in a house was she always had these chores to do. So she'll, like, open the fridge or close the cupboards or, um, you know, load up on different 
things and stay or we'd practice you know putting the laundry away so I think one of the best things for her was actually carrying over those chores into van life so like still closing the cupboards or the drawers and like occasionally spreading out my laundry and having her put that away and so it wasn't as much of a transition so that was really fun that's something that people can incorporate if they're worried about like transitioning their dog into van life um and then of course you know she the other thing that I can think of is like she's very protective she's this van she truly thinks I made this van for her and so that's always something that we're working on with like new people you know visiting or or being in her space so that's been a little bit of a challenge, but man, it's just because she loves it so much in here. Yeah, it's like a big crate, you know, it's like, and they like yeah. their, well, like den, you know, they like their dens, mm-hmm. you know, and Paco, I think, feels the same type of way. Every time we see a van, he's like <laughs> jumping in the van like it's his, you know, it's it's kind of fun. <laughs> the van yeah. Up and down. yeah, so does he like to travel too? absolutely loves it yeah we adopted him like from the shelter into the van so i feel like that was his first like or as far as we know his first you know good home or from that situation to a good place Mm -hmm. so from day one he was like whatever you guys want to do i'm down (laughs) yeah that's great Uh, yeah i mean even now like we since we are building the van and we, we were staying at my mom's. We've done like quite a bit of travel still. We had to, we went to Canada. Uh, We've to like relocated a couple of times yeah. in the last few months. And Paco, sure enough, jumps right in the car, is ready to go, gets to the new place, acclimates pretty quick. Like he just mm-hmm. he's just happy that he's with us, it feels like, you know? Yeah. So absolutely. We're happy that he's with us as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's an awesome little guy. Mm-hmm. So do you have plans for, you know, now that you're on the road, where you want to go? Are you going to, you know, you mentioned that you have some repairs or like changes that you want to make to the van. How mm-hmm. like urgent is that for you? Or you just want to stay and travel for as long as you can? Yeah, I'm so I'm actually finishing up the little changes this week. They're like little things that I wanted to add as far as like organizational stuff, you know, figuring out, okay, I have all this crap on my counters. Where can I put it, you know? Mm-hmm. um some other little things that I'm adding and then and then as far as where I want to go I really love being in the desert and so um I've recently gotten super stoked on like ruins and in visiting like you know ancestral mm-hmm. ruins and stuff so I think I want to go and explore those places and then eventually head to the Pacific Northwest man I could tell you all the places that I want to go now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it Super stoked for borders to open again. Um, yeah. And, you know, go up into Canada. And I'm curious, have you guys considered going down into Mexico or through Central America? Or South America? Yeah. That's kind of our like original one plan. Of our, well, our original plan was to go from Whistler all the way to Panama. So we were going to snowboard the 70 cool. different, or 83 different mountains that we were supposed to do. And then the pandemic hit. But then we were going to go down to Mexico after Whistler and go all the way down to Panama City. And then figure it out from awesome. there if we're going to come back up and go back in through the States and whatnot. But so now it seems like a lot of van lifers that we talk to are going to Mexico. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's oh. probably one of our short-term goals Yeah, is to get to Mexico. So we got to see, you know, mm-hmm. when we are finished our van build in terms of timing. Like mm-hmm. if we finish our van build in August, I don't really want to be in Mexico in August. Nope. Because that would just be really mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, 
But so, yeah, we're going to kind of play the field and like see what happens. And if we can get some snowboarding in first and then go down to Mexico. I mean, that's but it it's definitely on the radar. We got to be like done by March if we want to get any type of snowboarding in and be able to actually get out there and get down to Mexico. And somehow yeah. it's already the middle of February. Yeah, time is just like flying right now. And we can't seem to catch up <laughs> <No>. with it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So are you, do you think it's doable to be done in March? Uh, it's doable yeah. but because this is our, you know, like our 40 hour a week job in a sense, you know, and we're doing the videos mm-hmm. and everything too. It's hard to get it all done, but I think that's doable. Um, I think at the absolute latest, it'll probably be like mid-March, but I'm hoping for the beginning nice. of March. Yeah. That's awesome. Look at that. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't like, know. It seems to keep getting later and later. Is what she's thinking. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, honestly, we're working, we're working really well together and the, um, like we're coming up with new ideas as we build, as everybody does. I feel like, like, you're like, this is my layout, this is what we're going to do. And then next thing you know, as you're in the middle of it, you're like, but if we did this, it would be way nicer as well as user friendly, you know, more storage, more this, more that. So, and with the pro masters, as you know, they're pretty limited on some of the areas. So you have to really figure out where those nooks and crannies are going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So if there's any advice that you want to give to like, uh, you know, we'll say a woman who wants to build her own van or travel on the road, what would you say to her? I would say take your time. That's what I would say. I think the, the, thing that sticks out the most to me was noticing my own cycles of like anxiety and doubt and you know taking on big projects like electrical or um you know the solar stuff or installing my heater things that I've never done before and hitting this first like okay yeah I can do this and then starting to look into videos and be like I absolutely cannot do this and then realizing I know nothing you know, and then getting to the point where you start, like, finally start clicking after time, you know, giving yourself time and being patient. Um, and then realizing, like, okay, yeah, I can do this. I can totally do this. And then you start doing it. And then you're successful with it. So I think not giving up when you start feeling those doubts or feeling like you don't know enough because you're going to always continue to learn and reach out to people that know or watch another YouTube video or whatever. It's all out there. We just have to take the time, you know. Yeah, one thing that I noticed is that it seems like everybody out there is willing to, you know, take on a DM and answer you back and like send you a video mm-hmm. that they might have made or like just help out in some type of way in this community. It seems like that uh, everybody's really yeah. great with stuff like that. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Have you met many van lifers now that you've been out on the road? Um, I've met a few and it's been really fun to you know, have that initial, like, oh, we have this really cool thing in common. You know, you see somebody yeah. in the, in like a gas station parking lot and drive over and it's like, Hey, where are you going? You know, that's such a cool yeah. thing. It's kind of like being in like the motorcycle crew <laughs> where you like have a secret <laughs> yeah. handshake, you know? Like, yeah. And yeah. So I haven't gotten like super close to anybody on the road um, because I've been in areas that most people aren't <laughs> right now in the van life community, but I'm really excited to head to places and, be in areas where everybody's just hanging out and chilling on a beach or in the desert, you know. I travel a lot mm-hmm. with my brother, which is super fun. He lives out of his truck. 
And so nice. we're, we're pretty excited to, you know, get together with other people that we know that lives out of vehicles. And of course it's tough right now with the pandemic and people, you know, not everybody's mm-hmm. out on the road like us. And yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of nice that, you know, the life that we're all living right now is kind of not as uh, affected by what's going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Just the sense yeah. that we're kind of in nature and away from everything. We're, we're very fortunate to be able to be in the position that we're all in. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just the, the opportunity that there is with everything going on right now. And if things continue to stay this way, van life might be an outlet for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It seems to be kind of taken off since the since COVID. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I don't think you are. I mean, almost every vehicle out there is bought up. Like you know, the yeah, parts that's are, true. Yeah, weeks out, months out, and yeah, it mm-hmm. definitely has a little bit to do with you know COVID and everything. But the main priority is there's so many people getting themselves out there. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty cool. Is there anything else you want to share, yeah. or you know, plug something, or man, no, I don't think so. Uh, no, nothing that comes to mind. I just, you know, I think I would say, I would say, yes, there's something that comes to mind. If you're on the fence with doing this, if anybody that's listening to this is on the fence, just freaking try it. Like do it. You can always sell a van. You can always have somebody else finish the build. You can always make a different decision. But I think that this community that has been built, you know, with van lifers and the types of people that go into this community and the things that you can explore and see and learn about yourself. Just do it. Take the plunge. Take the plunge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Jump into that water. It feels nice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. All right. That podcast was awesome. We absolutely enjoyed having her company and talking with her and her dog. Yeah, we really love Linnea and Akia, and we are excited to hopefully meet up with them on the road someday. It's really exciting to see somebody really at the beginning of their van life journey and all the excitement that she has for life and just all the beautiful places that she's getting to see and explore. And what I love about her especially is that, you know, I feel like a lot of people... Uh, I don't know how to say this exactly, but like they want to be in van life for the Instagram photo and for the story and for, you know, she's in it for the journey. She's a hundred percent in it for the journey. She just wants to have a good time. And of course, you know, if she can inspire some other people to do that as well. But like we said, she has a background in camping and she just loves being outdoors, seeing beautiful things, exploring beautiful places. Mm -hmm. And, you know, She's like, I don't know how to pick up a camera and, like, talk about my life, you know? But she's figuring it out. And then on top of that, just being able to be out there with one of her best friends, her dog, you know, it's it's so lovely to see their interaction with one another because I feel like she is very much included in everything that she does. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Yeah. We have a, I don't know what we have. Next week is going to be... New State Nomads. Yeah. Next week. And we've got more to work to do on the build. It's also a thousand degrees here in Florida. It is hot as heck. So it's really, you know, hard to work all day long. Like by the afternoon, we're both like dizzy and lightheaded. Yeah, we're hoping <laughs> to have the walls up by tomorrow. Yeah, so... We, you know, took a slight break to come down to Frank's mom's house today. We took her out for lunch. She's gone swimming in the pool. Maybe we should go swim in the pool. Yeah, we can go check them out over there. All right. So that's what we're going to do. We hope that you guys are going to have an F&A day, and we will see you in the next podcast. Bye.
If you guys are loving this FNA podcast and you want more, you're in luck. We've decided to release a special, exclusive podcast every single month that's going to take you way more behind the scenes on what van life is really like. All you have to do is just join our Patreon and we're going to hook you guys up. Patreon is a website where you can support creators that you love, hopefully like us, FNA Van Life. For a small monthly donation, you guys are going to get more podcasts from us and also direct access to our YouTube videos before they even come out. Go to FNAVanLife.com slash Patreon to sign up today and get instant access to so much behind the scenes content.